This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. Uh, no, I shouldn't probably be doing that. It's way too early for that. Anyways, it is two minutes. How it starts off with the time? Really? Like you don't know what time it is? Come on. What's wrong with you? Anyways, how are you? Hopefully everything was good and grand over your weekend. Today's Monday, July the 19th. Yeah, July the 19th of 2021 day. You ready? Two hundred of the year so there you go 165 days left to go hopefully everything was good and grand inside of your neck of the woods uh as you enjoyed your weekend did the things that most people do over the weekend which i would love to know what that is uh especially when you hang out at naturalist beach but you're not a naturalist so it becomes a very awkward position uh but anyway so let's talk about it we are broadcasting live from the from our studios in orlando yeah i I will say they are the Safety FM studios, but they're also the Radio Big studios. They're also the Goofy Channel. So I don't know. There's so many things that we kind of cover here. So we are hanging out in the studio in Orlando. Let's just go with that. And we are broadcasting across the multiverse of Safety FM. And then, of course, we're hanging out with our friends and our colleagues and all that other kind of fun stuff. You know, over there, over there, over there. Radio Oh, yeah, that's the big radio station that plays music 24-7. I have to tell you, if you have not hung out over there, you really are missing out on some cool things that happen. But then again, I do the morning show, so you kind of know where that can kind of lead right away. Uh, So a lot of stuff going on over the weekend. If you were kind of paying close attention, um, if you weren't, well, good for you, because that means you were busy living your daily life. Uh, So let's go through that. John Lewis was trending on Saturday on the one-year anniversary of his death, many politicians, including Michelle and Barack Obama, President Biden and Beto Rourke, took to Twitter to share their memories of the late civil rights icon. So just in case you missed that one, um, hashtag MTV Hottest uh, made the rounds on social media over the weekend. Fans voted for their favorite artists. Top included Lady Gaga, BTS, 21 Pilots, and Harry Styles. So there you go. Really? So hold on. How is hashtag MTV making the sequence when the MTV main channel doesn't even play music videos anymore? You have to have like MTV hits or some shit like that is really what it boils down to. Anyways, what do I know? Uh, So let's continue talking. Hashtag NBA finals. Hashtag game five. Hashtag bucks. Hashtag fear the deer. And hashtag suns were all trending on Saturday night as the Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks took the Phoenix Suns in Arizona. The Bucks beat the Suns 123 to 119, giving them advantage in the series. Their next game will be on Tuesday in Milwaukee. There you go. Uh, there you. I don't know. Kind of interesting. What about yesterday? Did you celebrate yesterday? Yesterday was an important one, and I didn't catch it until late last night, even though my wife did tell me. 
Sunday was hashtag National Ice Cream Day in honor of the sweet holiday. Social media users shared their favorite ice cream treats. Now, hey, I'm not saying that's what you should have been doing, but hey, it is one damn option to take a look at for sure. So there you go. That was part of it. That was part of the gig. Uh, so I don't know. Do you, do you like the ice cream gimmick or do you look at it and go, ah, I probably shouldn't be a sweets person because it's not good for you. Uh, moderation for everything is good. No, seriously, moderation for everything. You know who I'm talking to. Uh, for everything is good. Just just think about it in that fashion. Uh, so let's get rolling and bowling, moving and grooving and all that stuff. So if you're not familiar with how this show works, let me kind of just give it to you uh, just in case. There is some news stories that come about. We got some pros to talk about that stuff because that's what they do. They're professionals at it. Um, and then I hang out. I talk about my nonsense, what I think about what the professional said. Then you kind of interact inside of the box if you want to do that. We do have a text line of available 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. We'll take a look at the messages on both sides of the equation. Sometimes I do open the phone lines, but with this whole new board operation, look at my hands, they're still turning green. Um, I'm still trying to figure all of it out. So it's kind of fun. Yes, it's all day like new radio every single day. Anyways, I don't have any issues today. So that's, that's a great thing. Hopefully you have no issues where you're at. The only issue that I'm having is I don't know what button to hit next. No, I'm just joking. Uh, so let's get you into the feature story news because I think that that's going to be important. And then as soon as we do that, guess what happens? The newscasters start. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. It's so-called Freedom Day in England, with almost all limits on social contact being lifted. Measures like social distancing and mask wearing are no longer legal requirements. Instead, it's down to guidance and personal responsibility. Nightclubs have reopened for the first time since March last year. But it comes as the UK registered nearly 50,000 COVID-19 cases in the last 24-hour period. Vaccines Minister Nadeem Zahawi says the government is urging Caution. We all want to return to normality. This is a, a virus that is highly infectious. So we have to be careful. We have to remain vigilant. Our border controls remain in place. Our expectation and recommendation that people in crowded places uh, continue to wear masks and take both personal and corporate responsibility. It is step four. It's an important step. Uh, there is no perfect time to take this step. This is as good a time as any. A nightly curfew is being reintroduced in one region in southern France due to the surge of the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Across the country, the number of new infections registered on Sunday, July 18th was three times the figure last week and the highest figure for a Sunday since mid-May. From FSN's bureau in Paris, here's Ross Cullen. Bars and restaurants in Pyrenees Orientales, which is on the Spanish border, must close at 11pm for at least the rest of July. It comes as the government presents its latest anti-COVID-19 law to Cabinet. It includes the measures set out by Emmanuel Macron in his speech last week, such as obligatory vaccination for healthcare workers and the requirement for members of the public to show proof of a vaccination or a recent negative test to access some public places. China says it's walking 
complete construction for the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics by October. 53 of the 57 projects are already finished, and the remaining four will be done in the next few months. And the Hong Kong government is condemning the US for imposing sanctions on Chinese officials and for warning that the city is a risky place to do business. The US says the move is a reaction to Hong Kong's controversial national security law. Richard Kimber has the details. The Hong Kong government says the US action is a blatant intervention in China's affairs and that the US warning about the risks of doing business in the city are totally unsubstantiated and misguided. The US says that since the introduction of the national security law in Hong Kong, businesses operating there face dangers of electronic surveillance without warrants, enforced surrender of corporate data, and the risk of consequences for engaging with sanctioned individuals or entities. The Hong Kong government says international investors agree that the legislation has stabilised the political, social and business environment in the city and reinforced its status as an international financial hub. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, taking a closer look today at the deadly floods in Europe. German Chancellor Angela Merkel says they prove the need for a greater global commitment to battling climate change. And those sentiments were echoed late last week by Ursula von der Leyen, the president of the European Commission. But Gert Jan van Oldenburg, a partner at the World Weather and International Scientific Network that specifically examines the link between weather and climate change, says it's still too early to draw that formal conclusion. Uh, Unfortunately not. I mean, there are generalities. In general, these kinds of events are becoming more severe throughout the world. But unfortunately, the local conditions can vary so much that it can change from no change at all to kind of double or or uh, change. Here in the Netherlands, extreme one-day precipitation is going up much faster than global mean. But in East Germany, in the Elbe, it's going up more slowly. And we just don't know in which category this event falls and it takes actual hard work it will take about two or three weeks which is really really rapid for scientists but Mm. i'm afraid not rapid enough for you i guess there is now enormous pressure on him and his colleagues to determine whether there is a link but he says that requires the latest updated climate modeling and in this case that could be difficult because despite the enormous death toll the floods were short sharp and geographically concentrated With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, it's so-called Freedom Day in England, with almost all limits on social contact being lifted. A nightly curfew is being reintroduced in one region in southern France due to the surge of the Delta variant of the coronavirus. China says it will complete construction for the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics by October, and the Hong Kong government is condemning the US for imposing sanctions on Chinese officials. That's the latest feature story news, Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. You know how sometimes you're out and about and sometimes you have to access a report, maybe your bank account, maybe something that's important to you, but you don't want other people to be able to access it? I know you're probably sitting there for a moment going, well, why don't you just go into incognito mode and use that instead? Well, let me tell you something real quick. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser's history, your internet internet service provider can still see every single website you visited and that's why even when i'm at home 
I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet provider is. It can be Verizon, Comcast, or even AT&T. The ISP in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the times, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link at expressvpn.com slash safety and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash safety. Expressvpn.com slash safety to learn more. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? Touchdown at exactly 1717 well, this is what happens. You get something new in, you start playing with the toy, and then it works when it wants to. It doesn't work when it doesn't want to. It's quite fantastic on how it works sometimes. Uh, yeah, if you haven't figured it out, the board that I love doesn't love me as much as I love it. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry... One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. 
Okay, so there you go. Apparently, it wants to play when it wants to play, which I always tend to love because you know it makes it a, a more interesting, uh, a more interesting show from time to time because it just means that hey, it's going to do what it wants when it wants because that's what happens. Duh. So let's continue talking about some other things inside of the multiverse here. So let's get into the hit list and let's talk about it. Uh, we're going to mess up her name because that's what I do. Colin Marikawa beat Jordan Spiff, John Ram Lewis. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can butcher this. O-O-S-T-H-U-I-Z-E-N to win the 2021 Open Championship yesterday. The win was the second major victory. He won the BGA Championship back in 2020. Uh, Colin is the second player to win the Open uh, Championship and BGA uh, Championship before turning the age of 25. Tiger Woods was the only other player to do so. Or maybe we should look at it and go, huh, this is the only player to actually win two titles back-to-back during the pandemic. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, Brooklyn prostitution market was rampant over the weekend uh, despite some thunderstorms and that blew the through the area. A four-block stretch featured uh, scantily clad women who were enticing passing motorists as police officers uh, sat idly by. According to the Post, patrol vehicles were at the scene in the disclosed area. Yeah, in the disclosed area. Uh, just saying uh let's see <laughs> wow how do we even get this story seriously like who who put this over there uh in an undisclosed area but officers seem to have little interest in making arrests. Former vice uh, cops told an outlet that officers uh, have little incentive to make arrests when the Office of Brooklyn District Attorney Eric Gonzalez has been moving away from prosecution of uh, prostitution cases. Makes it kind of an interesting one, uh, that's for sure. Uh, The inside source says the DA office told the Post that the, they are vigorously pursuing action against alleged pimps rather than the women working for them. So, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing. I mean, I think it's an interesting thing for sure as we are taking a look here. What do you think when I start talking about this? It kind of has to make it a little bit interesting. I mean, how do you, I mean, how do you we I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's like one of those things you're seeing kind of happening live in action. But if the district attorney is not going after it, and you feel like you shouldn't do anything. I don't know. It's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird one for me. What do you think? No, of course, I don't ask what you think, how it's a weird one for me. Anyways, let's continue talking. People with diabetes account for nearly 40% of those who have died from COVID-19 in the U.S. According to the data from the American Diabetes Association, the pandemic disproportionately impacted people with diabetes. As of Friday... The U.S. reported over 600,000 deaths from the virus, which would make nearly 245,000 of of them diabetics. So something to think about. Cases, cases, cases of type 2 diabetes have already doubled in children since the start of the pandemic. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Pozel. It's all weird. So explain that to me. Being as you're in the tri-state area. How does that look for you? I mean, not look for you like you were you were going down the the alley down there or the undisclosed area. But how does that impact? I'm not going to say the economy, but how does it impact the general area? That might be the the question to ask for sure. Uh, so as you come up with a typer, I mean, I can I can pause for the cause, as people say, or I can continue going on. But I mean, it's kind of an interesting twist. 
when it's all said and done. Just some things there. Anyways, marine biologists recently made a rare discovery in a remote corner of the Pacific Ocean while mapping the seafloor of the Phoenix Island. Yeah, not Phoenix, like the state, just in case. Arpetlago, scientists spotted that they captured the foot of a glass octopus. Yeah, a glass octopus. The deep creature is almost entirely colorless and the see-through except the optic nerve, eyeball, and digestive tract. So there you go. Some very interesting things. Okay, so Pozo says, in, new, in NY, there is no bail for low-level crimes. So the low-level crimes are going up. So this is what we were talking about last week then kind of going back for it for a moment we were having a brief discussion about people um how could i put this people kind of planning out their robberies because of the low level crime aspect of it because they already knew that there was only going to be certain amount of money that they would be charged for if they um, stole anything above that amount. So I'm assuming that this kind of falls into that same category. Now, of course, if we've already know what assumptions mean, um, so I'll be very careful as I trend lightly um, talking about this. But I guess you'll know better because you're actually there, Mr. Pozel. Just in case, if you're not familiar with Jim Pozel, which you should be, you know, he's the host of Safety Wars. I almost said the, the host of Star Wars, which would have really been an awkward thing to say, but if the host of Safety Wars. Now, I would love to say the date that it comes out, but you can be paying close attention to it because it comes out multiple times during the week, depending on the week. Eh, he'll let you know all about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. For the first time in the U.S. Navy history, a female sailor has successfully completed the Naval Special uh, Warfare Training. The woman was once uh, one of the 17 candidates to successfully finish 37-week assessment and the selection process to become the Naval Special Warfare Combat Craft Crewman. The unidentified female graduates earned her pins and graduated last week. Worth noting, according to the Navy, only about 35% of the crew candidates actually graduate. So there you go. Something to think about as we are talking about this great and fantastic honor. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. A person in Texas was diagnosed with monkeypox after a recent trip to Nigeria. The unidentified traveler has been hospitalized and isolated at the Dallas hospital and listed as being in stable condition, according to the Dallas County health officials. The case is the first to ever be reported in the Lone Star. Monkeypox is, is the smallpox family, but not as severe, but a rare bug that can Trans, can be transmitted through respiratory droplets and bodily fluids. Oh, there you go. Uh, most infections all, uh, all last between two to four weeks, according to the CDC. In the instance, the federal officials believe that the risk of spreading the disease is low due to masking protocols at the airport. I have to tell you, you know, listening to this coming out of um, coming out of Texas, especially the Dallas Metroplex area. It's, I mean, after watching Dr. Death over the weekend, or at least part of it, I think I'm six out of eight episodes, um, which is based on a true story about how the doctor in the Dallas Metroplex area was kind of a butcher, but that's a whole other story. Kind of, you know, I, I'd be kind of weirded out for at the moment about the, you know, going to the medical areas inside of the Dallas Metroplex. Nothing but love for Texas, don't get me wrong, but, you know, you, need, you ha I have to express my feelings. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Safety FM. I'm going to hell or I'm going to jail today, one or the other. 
Um, so let's continue. Olympic athletes will sleep on a cardboard bed. Only big enough. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Olympic athletes will sleep on cardboard beds only big enough for one person to deter any bedroom shenanigans. A cardboard bed. This is interesting. The beds have been set up through the Olympic Village ahead of the arrival of the world-class athletes who are expected to show up by the end of the week. While the hope is limited interaction among the athletes will limit the spread of COVID-19, some athletes who have already touched down in Tokyo have tested positive. Worth noting, the, tra- uh, the tradition of handling out uh, of handing out condoms also slightly altered this year, with the Olympic Committee telling athletes that they are, are to be taken back to their home country for safe sex education. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Did you know this? Because I'm kind of amazed by it. The tradition of handing out condoms also slightly alters this year. I didn't even know that they handed out condoms inside of the actual Olympic, at the Olympic uh, village there. That's number one. And then number two, what the hell is a cardboard bed? Can someone explain that one to me? And don't tell me a bed made out of cardboard. I got that. Thank you. But kind of a, a little bit of a better explanation would be nice. Because my, of course, I'm automatically thinking of a box. And then the, not that kind of box, but the moment that you think of a box, if you lay on it, wouldn't it crush? Or can somebody explain exactly what that means? More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, one woman was killed and six others were injured in a mass shooting in Portland over the weekend. The unidentified 18-year-old woman died at the hospital after being shot early Saturday morning. According to the officers, the six other victims were treated for non-life um, threatening wounds no arrests have been made in the incident portland mayor ted wheeler said that the heart they are heartbroken by the scentless shooting so there you go some other uh, some additional stuff going on inside of there i'm sure some more information will come about because they are still talking about it a chunk of the roof of the northwest miami-dade apartment building in florida crumbled last week four weeks after the day of the deadly high rise um in surfside the building which was erected back in 1972 was evacuated after the partial collapse with no reported injuries approximately 32 people live in the building according to the miami herald meanwhile the death toll at the at the surfside collapse has risen to 97 so they are still on the lookout for some other people that they still have not been able to find in the rubble. Let's continue talking a little bit more here. Three people were shot outside national parks as Washington National took to took on the San Diego Padres on Saturday. The game was suspended in the sixth inning after the shooting rang out near th- the third Bayside entrance of the ballpark. Officers believe that the incident was a confrontation between occupants of two vehicles that were traveling near the stadium. One of the vehicles was later located. No other details have been released. The shooting comes just one night after a six-year-old girl was killed and five adults were wounded in the shooting incident near the stadium. So hold on. We're listening to this happening at the National Park for the Washington Nationals. How do you feel about this? Will you be going out to the ball game? Especially if you're in this area, knowing that this has been an occurrence. Now, I'm not saying, hey, stop living your life, but think about this for a brief moment. Now, all of a sudden, you got some back-to-backs. I mean, kind of a week apart kind of game. But think about this. What do you start thinking? Because here's the thing. 
I know that when you go to a ball game, any kind of ball game, it'd be a baseball, football, basketball, whatever, you kind of expect some uh, some oddities to occur from time to time. But when something that's odd, but it kind of ex- goes um, exceedingly uh, further than you expect, then what do you start asking? Then what does the question become? That's always the thing. I, I always kind of wonder about that. Because then you go, okay, so well, this happened, so now what do I do next time? You never know. You definitely never know what to do. Uh, that's for sure. Anyways, let's get John Smalls inside of here and let him give us uh, the Market Beat Minute on what occurred back on Friday. So take a listen to this. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, July 19th, 2021. The equity markets will try to regain their footing this week following the declines posted last week. Although the earnings have so far been better than expected, the outlook for inflation has taken on on a new tone, despite the Fed's apparent lack of concern. Fed Chief Jerome Powell says it will still be some time before tapering begins or interest rates are raised, which means investors and consumers should expect significant price increases over the next few months. Although the peak of peak earnings season is still a few weeks away, the earnings action will heat up this week with reports from several dozen S&P 500 companies and a few Dow components as well. The revenue and earnings results will be of key importance but the market's focus will be on signs of inflation and how the S&P 500 companies are navigating the problem. If it looks like inflation will start cutting into earnings, the broad market could be in for a big decline. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. As what is going on inside of the market? So there you go. Be on the lookout if you play the game, but I think you're also going to be on the lookout if you buy products because it seems like we are going to have some inflation take place. Uh, so that's for sure. As we are talking, real quick, I think that we're at that point now. I think we're definitely at the point. Should we go ahead and do it? I think we should. So let's go ahead and move forward into our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, main story time. You and I hanging out, doing the stuff that we do all the time. So, did you pay your dues? Did you pay your dues is the question that we're asking today. Now, I have to ask you automatically when I ask you that question, what comes to mind? What is the first thing that you default to? Now, I know and I'm fully aware that most people that take a listen to this thing are safety professionals. At least that's what we call them, right? Uh, So what comes to mind? Do you think about working inside of a work environment where you have paid your dues? Or do you think about memberships of groups that you're part of and you have to pay your dues to continue to be a member? I mean... There's so many different aspects right away to talk about. That's for sure. So when you start thinking about this, what comes to mind? There has to be one or the other, or there could be something entirely different. That's the fun part here. Now, I will tell you, when I originally sat around and was thinking about this one, I was thinking about, you know, you do the work, you pay your dues by doing the work, You kind of go low man totem pole or low woman on the totem pole, and then you kind of work your way up, just kind of the way that it goes. But then automatically it came to mind as well that we don't talk about this, and probably we should, but also the dues of memberships that come about should probably be part of this conversation. Now, listen, I understand that a lot of us want to move forward inside of the organizations that we're at. 
We want to move forward in the things that we're doing. We want to move forward in the career choices that we've made. And I get it. Believe me, but a lot of it comes with hard work. I will tell you main eventers, when you're talking about any professional arena, we can talk about mixed martial arts. We can talk about boxing. We can even talk about that world of professional wrestling. And people do not skyrocket to the top when the moment they walk in. Now, keep in mind that inside of organizations and inside of work environments, people expect to be, you know, top dog. I always love the CEOs that start their own business. They're solopreneurs, but they're the CEO of their business. So they are the top of the food chain. They're also the lowest person on the food chain, but that's a whole other story. But I look at this and I go through this this way. To be able to get to the top position, you normally have to understand exactly what the other people have went through. How they got to the portion where they got to. And normally you have to work your way up the ranks. And I'm talking about doing the work. I'm talking about paying the dues. I'm talking about going out there and really putting the work effort in and understanding the business and the mechanism out there as much as possible. And I'm going to tell you, it is not an easy feat, but I will tell you as well, or I will share with you as well, that some of the best things that have come to me in life have been coming from actually working the circuit. And I mean going out there and working my way up in my career. I will tell you that the road travel that sometimes this business requires is difficult. It is not an easy thing to do. But it's one of those things because of the amount of people you get to travel with from time to time or the events you get to interact in. It's mind boggling what you get to see as you're learning the road. Hey, not everybody wants to be away from their family. I get it. But also at the same time, too, there has to be an understanding that you're not going to helicopter to the top. You're not going to be lifted to the top. Remember, what ends up taking a place real quick is as you're working through this, there has to be this heat that builds up, almost like a hard air balloon, where you start moving up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And And sometimes that's a slow build to get that thing up there. And of course, you don't want to get to this portion. You don't want to be 60 feet above the air or above the ground, not above the air. That'd be impossible. Above the ground and all of a sudden, boom, say, okay, let's turn the heat off because you're going to slam back onto the, to the planet there known as, you know, portion of the issues with gravity. But that's the thing. You're going to have to do the work, pay the dues to make it there. The problem now, and I will tell you when I started, I wanted it to. I wanted to microwave to the job. I wanted to get it done as quickly as possible. And listen, sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes there are some difficulties getting the work done. It is easy to say, hey, I'm going to charge this person this amount of money. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it. Don't care if you're the big dog, the big cat, the big whatever inside of the room. People have to agree. Like, I always find it interesting when you start talking about, like, trading cards, like sports cards. This card is worth $1 million. Yes, it can be worth $1 million, but you have to find someone who would be willing to pay for it to do so. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody comes up to you and says, listen, I'm going to give you this position that you know that you're underqualified for. Do you think... Or anybody that you know. Do you think they're going to turn it down? Most people will not. 
just kind of the way that it goes. I always look at it from the from the interesting aspect of if somebody says, "Okay, we want you to main event this venture. We want you to do the main keynote." And you've never done a speech before, and you're not the nervousy type on on doing speeches. Are you going to turn it down? I'm going to say probably not. Just kind of the way that it goes. So that's the portion that we have to talk about. Those are the things that we have to look at as we do move forward with it. It can't just be one of these things where we turn around and go, okay, yeah, I'm going to get to the top, but I'm not going to do anything. Not everything works out that way. You have to really put in some work sometimes. I don't want this to be confused where, hey, for me to be part of a, of a group of safety pros, I actually have to pay a membership fee because I think that's kind of ridiculous. Because, I mean, it's like all of a sudden you stopped paying so you can no longer be part of our group. Anyways, there's a lot of stuff to think about as we're talking about this this morning because here's the thing. I want you to be successful in your career, but I also want you to have a realistic expectation. The portion of actually getting to the top will happen as you do the work. Because here's the thing. I'd rather learn one move and practice it 10,000 times than learn a learn 10,000 moves and practice it one time a piece. Think about that for a moment. But then, oh then, oh then, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind this thing here. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. How could you not love him? Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice and generally, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 min 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. 
If you have a claim and not sure where to turn, Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Just in case you were wondering, this is by Duke Harrington, giving you the funk. This one's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. That's the maiden voyage, just in case. By the way, a lot of people still were asking me about this one last week. You know, it was the beach memory day. A lot of stuff. A lot of fun stuff. Yes. Las memorias de la playa en el día 19 de lunes de julio. Aquí estamos. There you go. Anyways, let's get back to some other stuff because that's going to be important as we're hanging out this morning, doing the things that we do. You know, you and I, you know, we we do some things. We do some things that are kind of cool. Uh, so let's start talking about a little bit more about what's going on inside of this busy, busy, busy world of ours. So KD ice cream is a thing. It turns out that the idea of combining mac and cheese and ice cream might be a good one. Judging by the online after Kraft Foods and Van Lewin, ice cream did just that on National Mac and Cheese Day. On Wednesday, the two companies joined forces to create a limited edition mac and cheese ice cream flavor. The demand was so great that, about dessert that the website like crashed nine within nine minutes and the entire 2000 pint inventory was wiped out online 
within an hour. In addition, the online sales, they sold um interesting food mashup in Van Leeuwen's brick and mortar shops in the U.S. Well, a little while <laughs> for a little while anyways. Took only three hours to sell about 9,000 scoops. If you missed out, don't worry. Kraft has launched an online sweep t- stakes for the chance to win two free pints. Uh, that doesn't sound li- very good, especially once you add ketchup, if you kind of think about that. Now, if they could only make a pasta with the taste like ice cream, that would probably help out. It can be worse than the Vegemite ice cream that they came out with a few years ago, if you kind of think about that as well. But here's the thing. Let's talk about this. If it did do that well and people were kind of that interested it will be interesting to see what ends up taking place if this becomes a full run because let's be realistic the world here is based around supply and demand so if the demand is high enough that people want it you know people are going to go after it and demand more Duh. duh so there you go some stuff to think about for sure anyways millennials and gen zers don't think that the laughing emoji is cool anymore but the majority of the texters disagree according to a new study software maker adobe released the findings of the 2021 global major trends report in the time of the world emojis day on saturday july the 17th it was real to the laugh out loud face as the world's most popular emoji followed by the thumbs up and second place and the red heart emoji um is the is third the flirtatious wink and kiss and sad face and with the tear emoji rounded out the top five of course tiktok users had uh added over the laugh out loud emoji with gen z zers seeming that it's cliche and uncool the emoji trends report examined the three most misunderstood emojis the eggplant symbol um the edge <laughs> edged out the peach symbol down the emojis is the most confusing of all of them. I find nothing confusing about the clown emoji if I just think that there is no reason for some for someone to use it while I'm chatting, especially with them on Match.com. Okay, I don't really chat with anybody on Match.com. Just say, misunderstood. Were you ever going to text someone about an actual eggplant? Like, ever. Like, ever, ever. Like, come on, you don't know what it means? Um, I like the red skull, I'm dead emoji better than the laughing one anyways, mostly because it also looks like uh, a guy straining on the toilet. Hey, I'm just saying just saying some weird stuff there that's showing up. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Okay, mouthwash has long been to, uh, the go-to for sure in, in the minty method of taking care of your of any germs not handling by your toothbrush. But a TikToker who is also a dentist is going viral for telling people not to use mouthwash. We talked about this last week, but I'm still kind of confused about it. Um, after brushing in the clip, over two point one million views. London-based dentist Anna Peterson says that using mouthwash after brushing your teeth is going to give you tooth decay. In a second video, she explains that toothpaste is about 145 ppm fluoride, which uh, which she says is not ideal concentration to protect your teeth against the food and drinks that you consume. But she points out that mouthwash uh, only has two two. Hold on. There is a zero missing under that 145. It should be 1450. Um, and the two that fluoride, according to the mouthwash, is 220 fluoride, which is not enough to prevent cavities. As we're rolled by mouthwash after brushing, you lose the effective list of the high concentration fluoride and increase your chances of tooth decay. Listen, I'm going to go talk to a dentist here in a couple of weeks. 
And I'm definitely going to to ask this question. I almost feel like nowadays it's like a celebrity dentist that I have, but that's a whole other story. We can get that. If we can talk about that um, <laughs> later on. She's known as a DMD, and I'll I'll just leave it at that. If you're in the know, you're in the know, and that's what happens. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's start talking about this. Have you heard about the new words added to dictionary.com? They have just added over 300 words, updated definition, and here are some of the of uh, here are some of them. Oof. An explanation used of sympathize with someone else's pain, dismay, or express one's own. Also, what I say when I sit on the couch. Snack, slang, a sexy and physical attractive person, a hottie. Yeet, an explanation of an enthusiasm, approval, triumph, um, pleasure, joy, etc. Zaddy, an attractive man who is also stylish, charming, self-confident. Now I'm a bit concerned that my wife calls her boss that um, in her contact list that he's a zaddy. Well, that's kind of scary. Y'all, you used to, to address two or more people on perhaps a person that represents a family organization, etc. Uh, anyone who knows the correct term, uh, it's y'alls, just in case. You all, not to, uh, you all, you used to to address two or more, not to be confused with Yule. Yous, you, usually used to address two or more and usually followed by the word you guys. So use, there you go. You ones, usually used to address two or more persons, usually used for someone who is in the act of chewing tobacco. I have one more. The host of the restaurant that I was at on Saturday asked if I have rezo. So there you go. Um, yes, English language is ever evolving, but in this case, this year's changes uh, to devolving. I don't know. Maybe it's something, uh, uh, something, uh, something to go over. So I was called a zaddy over the weekend. Should I ask by who? Is that is that a reference after we were talking about the story about the undisclosed area? I'm just asking, Mister Bozel. Just asking the question. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, it's 50 minutes past the top of the hour. We talk about a little bit about everything that goes on inside of the world. So let's uh, let's talk about this real quick because this is going to be... Um, this is going to be important. So here's the thing. If you tend to listen to a lot of music, you probably are familiar with Biz Markie. Uh, Biz Markie died on Friday. The legendary New York rapper and DJ, best known for his hit, Just a Friend, passed away on Friday after dealing with complication from diabetes. He was 57 at the age of passing. I have a friend of mine that actually contacted me almost immediately during the passing. It was just kind of a shocker. Uh, you know, he, the guy was always a fun rapper taking a listen to what he had to say and all the things that are going on all the time. You never know what is going to happen. And it's just kind of one of those unexpected events. Our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with the family during this time. I'm Jeff Fire. You've heard the saying, he's a natural athlete. Well, the same's true for trial lawyers. There's no class in law school on how to win a trial. That's why so many lawyers settle because they just don't have it. The courtroom is where I live, and it's where I get justice for my clients. I didn't learn this in law school. I was born for this. Okay, that's Jeff Figer, 1-800-A-WINNER. That's 1-800-A-WINNER. Or you can go to FigerLaw.com, FigerLaw.com. 
if you're in the need of having a good lawyer in your corner, just in case. So there you go. Let's talk about some more things. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $128 million jackpot or a $91.8 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $161 million jackpot or $116.1 million cash payout. So there you go. Here we go. Let's talk about the movies that hit the box office. I'm going to give you the top five because there's quite a few. The Boss Baby was at number five at $4.7 million. F9, The Fast Saga, $7.6 million. The Escape Room Tournament of Champions, $8.8 million. Uh, Black Widow down from the number one spot at $26.2 million. And at the number one spot in the box office over the weekend. Are you ready? Do you know what it is? I watched part of it, did not finish it, had multiple things going on. Space Jam, a new legacy, $31.6 million. Not plugging the service, but it was available on HBO Max at the same time on the original release date of the date. So I was like, hey, I'll just watch it at home. And I just was never, ever, 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 ever to finish it at the time. So we'll see if we can finish it with the child at some point during the week. And we'll go from there because that's the way that it kind of goes. Anyways, let me tell you real quick about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose life have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, you can go to their website, AFSP.org, AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, or text the word TALK to 741-741. Listen, a lot of people go through struggles, self-person, self-here included. You might know someone. Somebody else might know someone. Just know about the resources that are available in your local communities and also available online so just go to the website take a look at it and share the information it is 54 minutes past the top of the hour so we're getting close to the end if you want to come and hang out with me i will be going over to radio big here in the next few minutes or so start playing some music over there doing the things that we do there if you are already here keep it locked on radio big um if you are on the safety fm side of the house don't worry well you're going to go into some more safety chatta here in just a few moments so we will be hanging out um, doing some things here so let's talk about some things that happened back on this date back in 1969 apollo 11 goes into the moon orbit the ship had launched three days prior and would land neil armstrong and buzz aldrin on the surface of the moon the following day that happened back in 1969 you want to listen to this listen to this real quick back in 2007 madman debuts on amc the drama stars john hammond elizabeth moss and vincent whatever it centers around the new york's most prestigious ad agency at the beginning of the 1960s that was back in 2007 Let's talk about some birthdays today. Today's birthdays. John Jones turns 34. Yeah, that's the MMA fighter known as one of the best fighters in the world. Ryan Dorsey, 38. Jack Pilarkey, 39. Tim Frost, 40. Benedict Cumberbatch turns 45. Nancy Carell, 55. Howard Schultz, 68. Brian May turned 74 today. So there you go. Those are some birthdays that are going on. If you need some reasons to celebrate today, let me give you a couple. National Words with Friends Day. 
National Daiquiri Day. Don't enjoy that one too much. National Get Out of the Get Out of the Doghouse Day. Well, I try to do get out of the doghouse every day. National Raspberry Cake Day. So there you go. A couple of different days you can celebrate if you're so inclined to do so today. Uh, so let's talk about some whack facts. One in ten thousand clovers have four leaves. Forks originally had just two tines and were known as split spoons, just in case. So how did the spore come about? Hamsters are extremely far-sighted. In, in 75 years, the human heart pumps enough blood to fill an oil tanker 46 times. Over 2,500 lefties died, die each year using products meant for right-handed people. I did not know that. That's interesting. The National Instrument of Polynesia is the nose flute. Uh, interesting. Played by one nostril. I would definitely imagine that that is not something that you would definitely want to share with a friend. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so if you need a random joke for the day, try this one. The reason grandchildren and grandparents get along so well because they have a common enemy. Uh, what pointless things will if you need a phone starter ask this question the moment you pick up say this what pointless things would you buy if you suddenly became a billionaire with a b not a millionaire a billionaire if you need something for the water cooler try this one question 10 men can't locate this on a car what is it 10 percent of men better saying not 10 men you know what it is? The oil dipstick. So there you go. Some things to talk about that men cannot locate in a car. So there you go. Anyways, let me tell you about my friend real quick, Mr. Dr. Todd Conklin. He has a class going on at our website, safetyfm.io. If you want to find out more information, it's the Bouncing Forward class. This is his newest class of what he has going on. If you have not taken a listen to his newest speech about that, I would recommend doing so strongly. Go to safetyfm.io for more information. Anyways, if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. If you could go to work on your goals, your goals will go on to work for you. If you can go to work on your plan, your plan will go to work for you as well. Think about it in that fashion. If you have goals, you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, your goals are just kind of like a wish. You have to work on them sometime. If you don't designate the time in the day or a time in the week to work on them, you're just kind of like a hamster in a wheel, just going in the same circle over and over again. So think about that. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for being always the best part of Radio Big and Safety FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we can't do what we do here. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Duh. Mean it. And goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.